Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 277 of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the hoogie-kookie creatrix behind Kick-Ass Witch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com. Or back on the description page for this episode back on Blog Talk Radio. Right now, you are listening to episode number two of Saturn's Day Evening Post. Happy Saturday, yo, Saturnalia. I know that's not the right way to do that. (laughs) I've had that in my head, though. I've had Saturnalia done to the Macarena in my head all week long, and it's the last day of Saturnalia, so uh, yay. I have one more Saturn's Day to celebrate that. I am running around in my very not classy or elegant Time Turner necklace that I posted on Instagram this morning and that I am using. I'm using that picture. This is what I've decided I'm going to do on these Saturn's Day evening posts. Instead of fussing around with making like a proper promotional meme, this is just a chat between friends, kind of, sort of, a one-way chat. (laughs) And so I'm just like, I'm going to post a picture on Instagram in the morning and I will just use that as the picture that goes with the... with, with, with the Saturn's Day evening post and that'll be the way it be. And it's fitting for today because, well, in this moment especially, I'm wearing my Time Turner necklace. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you are not a Potterhead. You don't love Harry Potter. You are not a J.K. Rowling fan, and so you're dead to me! (laughs) It's a little time machine that you wear around your neck, okay? To bend time to get more shit done. Hermione Granger style, and I really need this right now (laughs) because I have a little Christmas dinner thingy at my house, just three of us, this very tiny little Christmas dinner thingy, and I am not ready. I just took a huge power nap. I did not mean to sleep that long. I did not mean to fall asleep in my mascara. I don't know if you are a, a person who wears mascara, but... That is not a good idea, sleeping in mascara, because it, like, ends up gluing together, and you, and when you wake up, it's so uncomfortable. I don't have time to wash my face and start all over again, so I'm just going to have that weird post-nap mascara gluey gummy thing going on, because <laughs> uh, I have to make dinner. I'm making something awesome. I'm making this purple cabbage apple thing that is delicious and fabulous, so I have to hustle. And, and bend time a little bit to get this done. And uh, all I have for you is a little, a big, one of those big honkin' post-its, the big long post-its of just little scribbles that I made all week long. Like, maybe I could talk about that. Maybe I could talk about that. Oh, yeah, this thing happened. And some of them, I don't even know what in the corn they mean. <laughs> raven memories. Why did I write raven memories? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll come to me while I'm 
while I'm talking to you. <laughs> this time turner necklace, by the way, is so cool. It's it was billed as as being for a costume, and it is. It's huge. It's it's ginormous. It's like I don't know, a, like the circumference of a golf ball. <laughs> but it's 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 interactive. It moves. It spins in different directions, and then there's a little time uh hourglass in the middle and the sand it actually works like the sand moves from side to side and it's so saturnian and i am serious as a heart attack about working with saturn right now that i'm like i need that in my life and i laughed when i opened the package because it was so huge and costume like it's not as big as it looks in the picture. I purposely took the picture so it looks even more humongous. <laughs> uh, but it's so huge, and I just don't even care. I'm like, yeah, I totally rocked this at the grocery store around, but I can't take it off. I've been walking around the house in it and staring at myself in it and laughing, and it's making me so happy. But I think it's going to be my Saturn Day necklace to to because Saturn is father time. Saturn is about working with time. It's it's a discipline thing, it's a structure thing. And then Saturnalia, if you, if you haven't heard me talk about this, is about kind of letting the pressure release off, you know, like whoo, like breaking breaking all the boundaries, flipping roles around and partying your ass off. And I thought, well, how cool if once a week I the first half of Saturday, I honor that as Saturn's day by getting really organized, going through my week, the week I just had, and using my little 12-week year system, measuring how the week went, kind of grading my performance, and then planning the week ahead, and then also decluttering my house, which I don't seem to be able to get to the bottom of ever. <laughs> I'm having a little party at my house two days after Christmas, and there's... I'm in the middle of projects, so who knows what that will end up looking like. But nonetheless, Saturn's Day, the first half is for being very organized, decluttering, committing to the structures of my life. And then the second half is going to be a mini, a mini Saturnalia, like tonight, like having a silly little Christmas dinner with a friend. <laughs> so there is that. I also have to tell you, I don't know if she wants me to share this with you, uh, I would like to tell you who she is. Another time I'll give her a shout out so you don't know that it's her who did this because she is a really adorable Instagram account and uh, and, a, and a great little business that I think you guys would love. But I will protect her anonymity in case she doesn't want me to tell you this. But uh, right before I came on to talk to you all, I checked my email and she is... A coaching client of mine and she gifted me something that looks so cool I hope I'm pronouncing the woman who created it I hope I'm pronouncing her name right Aeolian Heart she is this I, I'm certain that like 80% of you know who that is she's a really popular astrologer right now and uh Carolyn Elliott, I believe, is friends with her, so she talks about her a lot and promotes her, and I love Carolyn. Well, anyways, this this woman gifted me, the, gifted me this for Christmas. It is called Reality Check, The Evolutionary Power of Saturn in Capricorn. Is that, like, the most Joanna-y present ever? <laughs> like, ever? 
I'm very excited. That'll be a fun thing to, you know what? I don't even know. I barely had time to thank her because like I said, I was in a, I'm in a hurry. I got to make dinner and all of this. I barely had time to thank her before hopping on here. So I don't even know what it is. I don't know if it's an audio thing or video or if it's all written or I don't know what it is, but I do know that it's about Saturn and Capricorn and the name Reality Check is so right on. So that's going to be perfect. Hopefully I will I will get to indulge in that before the new year. Um, but regardless, Saturn is going to be in Capricorn for three years and uh, and then another two years it's going to be in Aquarius, which it used to be the ruler of and some people still put stock in that. So we got five years of super Saturn being as Saturn as he possibly can be. And I just, I just love to revel in that. <laughs> I love to revel in that. And I have to tell you too about SpaceX, which happened last night. I did not know this was going to happen. So I experienced, I'm not even going to tell you if you're like, what is SpaceX? Let me tell you the story first before I tell you what SpaceX is. So hopefully you can experience this with a little bit of wonder. I was in my kitchen. Actually, I wasn't. I was in the laundry room scooping cat poop. And I had the door open. And somebody started, a man started yelling, Joanna! Joanna, get out here! Joanna, hurry! Get out here! And I was like, what is going on? Like, I thought my car was on fire. Somebody had been stabbed. Like, my mind immediately went there. I, this has never happened to me before, that a man is screaming and yelling my name and insisting that I get out here. <laughs> I, I, like, went running out. And uh, it was a neighbor friend of mine. And I immediately started yelling, Tanner, get out here, Tanner, <laughs> because what he was screaming and yelling about was something in the sky. It looked like alien space invaders. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was huge. There was a huge, it looked like a smoke dragon. It looked like a giant dragon of smoke in the sky. And then out of its mouth came two spaceships <laughs> jellyfish spaceships <laughs> it like one and then the other so like in a row and they both but especially the second one they were uh, it i say jellyfish with intention it looked like a jellyfish like woo 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 the way that jellyfish like undulate in that way or it looked like a spaceship that was like pulsating, like an emanating light at a pulse. It was bizarre. And so the three of us are standing out there screaming like, what is it? What do you think it could be? Oh, my God. Are you getting this on video? Because I didn't have my, my phone with me. He was recording it on his phone and or he thought he was, and then when it was all over, it had not recorded. And, and he was like, oh my God, I could be a millionaire right now because he was fully convinced that it, wasn't, that it was aliens. He was certain it was aliens. <laughs> all our other neighbors came running out, and the whole neighborhood is standing out there. And of course, someone has to be, it's North Korea. They've, they've shot the missile. North Korea have shot the missile. So the whole neighborhood's freaking out because it just starts spreading when that many people are screaming and yelling. It just has a domino effect, and everybody's coming out, and everybody's standing there with their iPhones pointed up at the sky. And then at one point, someone's like, it's on fire, and it's falling to the earth because the first little piece that had come out looked like it was doing that. 
And we all kind of like ran together down the street a little bit as it was moving. To, it looked like it was moving towards San Diego. And, uh, and so what do I do once it's like starting to fade a little bit? I go running into Twitter. <laughs> I'm such a Twitter nerd. I love Twitter. I love Twitter. I love Twitter. Please join me on Twitter. It's a fabulous time. The funniest people are on Twitter and the news happens in like a split second. Like it happens and then a split second later it's on Twitter. It's crazy. Twitter is the best. <laughs> I went running on Twitter and I was like, oh my God, Los Angeles. Did you see what that, what was that in the sky? And then right away, my friend Miranda has to rain on my parade and she's like, I think it was SpaceX. Yes, Miranda. Fine, fine. It wasn't aliens. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love talking to my friend Miranda on Twitter. FYI, shout out to Miranda. But anyway, um, so it was Elon Musk's SpaceX project, and uh, he's gonna get us up into space. But uh, it was really funny looking at all. I mean, so many pictures and videos of it went up on the internet. I saw them on Twitter and I saw them on Instagram and then some really funny memes. There was one with like a, a row of people, everybody's sitting with tinfoil hats on and it's like, this is all of Los Angeles right now. <laughs> and apparently 911 was inundated with phone calls and people thought it was either aliens or North Korea. <laughs> and then Elon Musk himself tweeted it definitely was aliens. So I had a blast. I was high. I, I was physically high and buzzing all night long. I could not calm down. I called my mom. I called my mom's best friend. I was calling people and talking a million miles an hour like a total cokehead, like just like, oh, no, oh, this happened, this happened, this happened. Tanner was like rocking out. He does this thing where he rocks back and forth when he's really really excited and it's like a full body rocking interspersed with pogo jumping <laughs> we were just so wound up and it made me think of speaking of twitter this quote not a quote what am i saying these are my own original thoughts this idea that i had one day uh i said that i would happily argue that there are two kinds of magic one is deliberate creation, the kind that I'm always talking about here. And two is the gift of wonder. And I, I expanded on that, the gift of wonder, that elevated, heart-expanding feeling upon seeing a baby hug a puppy, doves perched in a window, or like me the morning that I wrote that tweet, uh, a lit Christmas tree twinkling in the dark at 5 a.m. I love that when I get up in the morning and it's still dark and I creep into the living room and I plug the Christmas tree in and it's so still and quiet and the kid is still sleeping and there is this Christmas tree. We do not have a fancy Christmas tree. We have a fake Target. You have to assemble it. It comes in a long box Christmas tree. This is our third year using it. We used to always get real Christmas trees and I just I got fed up with the mess of it and um although I love living Christmas trees that you can plant after Christmas I think that's brilliant but just for convenience sake we have a little fake thing that there's lots of holes in it so I stuff the holes with garland and then it's just got I've gotten Tanner a Christmas ornament from Hallmark every year 
to mark that year. So there's that and then just a lot of cheap ornaments. It's not one of those beautiful like El Decor, Martha Stewart, you know, color coordinated <laughs> Christmas trees, but it looks like a million bucks in the dark and it makes my heart soar. It's like the Christmas spirit is touches my soul when I see that. And to me, that is magic too. It's that inexplicable touched by the creator kind of feeling that I also think is magic. And and going forward in 2018 using I don't know if you I don't want to assume that you guys have heard me talk about anything. So I will just tell you again that I wanted to pick my word of the year for 2018 as sort of the definition of my queendom which is my life, my queendom. You know, I I am the creator of Queen, a five-week audio journey. (laughs) And I am still very much on my own queen journey and not at all ready to to let go of the queen archetype. So this year I chose excellence because I I chose like, well, what kind of queen do I want to be? And then for next year, 2018, I chose joy because I was thinking, what kind of queendom do I want to have? I want to have a joyful queendom. I want my life to be joyful. I want to learn how to make the parts of my life that are not joyful. I want to learn how to make them joyful. To me, like that would be the most successful I could imagine being is being in joy as much as possible, which I have worked a lot on. And it's fascinating when you first start that process, how much resistance you can have around it. Uh, Feelings of guilt can come up. Feelings of, is this okay? (laughs) Can come up. And feelings of, I think, control come, come up for people a lot around like getting into a genuine feeling of joy and sustaining it and making choices that feel perhaps too indulgent to someone who has maybe a very Spartan lifestyle. And I think releasing that control and that need to perform all the time, to be a little bit hygge, to be a little bit hygge. Have you been to my blog to see the 13 magical, 13 gifts that glow with the magic of hygge? I've been making a lot of videos lately, so there's that. Those are up on the blog. And then... This I did a witch list, 13, thing, 13 gifts that glow with the magic of hookah. And for me, hookah is a lot like that. It's like how much comfort, pleasure, connection, joy are you willing to feel? Will you let yourself feel before you start getting the itch, you know, to be like, if I get too happy, if I let myself enjoy this, this life, this moment, this person too much, am I making myself vulnerable? Is the, is the shoe going to drop? That kind of feeling. And I have found it's so much a choice. It's so much about being very conscious in the moment and being a choice and being willing to delight yourself, to order yourself some little cheap I think it was like $14 on Etsy, my time turner necklace and wearing it like it's like Mr. T bling. It's, it's so huge, but something about it is bringing me the joy. It's like, and I don't mean to keep being materialistic with the 13 gifts, you know, that glow with the magic of Haig or I've bought myself a couple of things. I bought myself a record player. Shh, don't tell me because I haven't opened it yet. 
I bought it for myself for Christmas and I want it to be a surprise. I wrapped it and I wrote myself a card and everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I just remembered, let me say, I don't mean to be materialistic. There are a lot of free ways to tap into joy and to do things that light you up. I'm so not doing that. I'm just, in, I just enjoy it on my birthday and at Christmas buying myself gifts as an act of self-love. I am, I do, I'm not a shopaholic. That's not an issue of mine. So to me, it feels extraordinary and out, you know, it's out of the ordinary to do things like that for myself and to delight myself like that. Uh, but I could just as easily, I mean, write myself a little post-it note saying, you're so beautiful. I love you so much. And sticking it in my date book to open at a future time. There's lots of little free things like that. But I just remembered what the Raven Memories was about. <laughs> I don't know if that's worthy of talking about here, though. A another thing I bought myself. <sighs> okay, fine. I'm materialistic. Another thing I bought myself was a pocket full of crows which is I love Joanne Harris. She is easily one of my favorite authors. You might know her as the author of Chocolat. You probably read the book or definitely saw the movie. With um, Everybody loves Johnny Depp in that movie, but I'm not a Johnny Depp person. <laughs> um, but I do love the movie Chocolat, and I really love the book, and I really love the sequel to the book, The Girl with No Shadow. It's even more witchy and magical, FYI, for sure. It's like a whole series she did, and I love her writing. And she came out with this book. It's very poetic, very different, slim little tiny book. You can only get it in the UK, so it did cost extra to get it to America, but it's stunning. It's a work of art. It's something you want to put on display because it's black, and then it's like gold embossed, this crow on the front. I have a thing for ravens, um, but somebody commented on Instagram, I posted a picture of that, their story of going to a raven or a crow rescue, I think. No, ravens. No, crows. Ravens, crows. I don't know. Ravens and crows are very, very similar. They're both corvids. And there's a couple of different books you, if you're interested in them as like totem animals or just because they're interesting um, called, what is it? I have one on audiobook that I love. It might be like The Secret Life of Crows or, oh dear, I can't remember, but they're fascinating creatures, highly intelligent. Tell intelligent, they're often called the primates of the bird world or compared to dolphins. They're super smart and they interact with people. And a lovely friend on Instagram was telling me about how she was going to an animal rescue and they had like a big cage of, of ravens that they had, I don't know, rescued or were rehabilitating. And she would go over to say hi to the ravens and she connected with one and it would like come over to see her, it would make noise and like cluck and stuff and come over to see her when she would come to visit. And the last time she went there, it came all the way up to her, to the cage and like put its little, little beak through the hole and let her pet it and I was like that is such an important connection that's such a such an honor with those birds when you learn about them they're very they reward and punish humans <laughs> so if they like you like if you feed them they'll bring you little gifts and leave it at your door but if they don't like you if you're mean to them if you if you attack them or if you if you've hurt their buddy 
They will like fly over you and drop things on your head or your car. They'll swoop down and they they will hold a, gr- <laughs> a grudge. They are fascinating creatures. And uh, the reason I wrote Raven Memories is I'm not going to get into all of that story right now because I definitely have to make dinner. <laughs> but we rescued a, a raven here in my house. And it was huge. It was the size of my fattest fat cat. It was gigantic. And we have the reason I love ravens and hummingbirds both so much is because well, because they're the most magical birds, but we have both here on our property, a lot of them, and I've gotten to know them, and they just fascinate me, both the hummingbirds and the ravens, and we have these huge eucalyptus trees around our property that the ravens nest in, and one night, they like each other. They're buddies. They're like, um, you know, like, what is if there's a murder of crows, is there a murder of ravens? I don't know what it's called, but they have like their little gangs, their little raven gangs, and they care about each other because one raven was making a huge fuss, talking about getting all the neighbors out, screaming and yelling. This raven was doing that. It was circling in the sky like, ah, 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 and it wouldn't let it go. So we all come outside and it's circling over where a raven was on the ground and had a broken wing. And it was it was trying to either get our attention or just it was panicking, you know, like, my friend, my friend, my friend, what do I do? I don't know. And uh, we managed after like a long, long time and all of the neighbors trying to help to get it into a cat carrier and then uh, brought it inside my house. And I sat there talking to it, and it was terrified and so scared. But we found a clinic down in Orange County that would take ravens. Um, But the heartbreaking thing about it is if you took them, it was like a wild rescue, raven rescue. If, If you took the bird there, you could never call or inquire about it again. And they couldn't promise that they would rehabilitate the bird, probably because they get a lot of birds And, you know, it's animal lovers that bring the the animals there and probably blow up their phones and drive them crazy or fight with them and get upset if they find out that they ended up putting the animal down. So just on good faith and with all the hope in our heart, that's what we did because it was our best bet to save the guy. But, oh, my gosh, they are the best. They are the best. (laughs) (sighs) Also, I saw the trailer for Oceans and Oceans 8 and I do not care at all about Oceans 11 at any on any level or movies that are like there's 15 movie stars in the same movie. Uh I don't think those movies usually do very well when they like try to put a bunch of movie stars together and stuff like that, but um I remember when I saw the idea for Oceans 8, oh it's going to be like Oceans 11 but with women, I thought, "Huh, yeah, like that sounds kind of cool like it's gonna be women it's it's gimmicky but yeah I get it that's cool but then when I saw the trailer I definitely got that like whoosh of emotion I got excited because it looks really funny it looks really well done (laughs) and I got to talk about that a little bit uh I got to go on Sarah Prout's podcast I had her on my podcast at the beginning of the year and then she had me on hers this week so what am I doing what am I doing what am I doing I've been making so much content on Patreon and with videos and now doubling up on the podcast and going on Sarah's podcast and all the things I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) 
I'm just full of it. I'm decluttering my house. It looks like I'm making more messes here, but that's because if you do it right, you have to like pull it all out and then just start getting ruthless, you know, and throwing things away and putting them where they go. So it kind of looks like a mess before it looks cleaner. But I'm doing that, and I don't know if that's like energetically loosening something in me, but I just keep having all these ideas. Oh, I want to talk about this. Oh, I want to do that. Oh, I want to do this. I have one more vlog that I'm I'm definitely for sure posting because I I have to finish this unfinished business. It's Tanner and I took a trip to Boston and Salem for our birthday, and I've had that footage since forever, since the beginning of October. And um, but after I posted, um, it went up this morning. Which unplugged number one? This new vlog series I'm doing. After. I was, after I posted that, I was like, I'm crazy to try to do this again because it took me almost all day. I'm not kidding. (laughs) It took me almost all day yesterday to edit that thing because I end up having like hours of footage and I don't know if I'm like an editing perfectionist or what, but I, I try very hard to like cut all of the stuff out that might be boring and then I want to pick the perfect music and I want everything to go in a certain order and it just ends up turning into a huge thing (laughs) so but I am definitely doing one more of those before the new year and I'm going to skip the podcast next week so that I can get my house ready for that party otherwise they're going to get here and think what is happening? Her house has exploded. So <laughs> the day after Christmas is Tuesday. That's normally when I do my podcast, but I will not be here. So hopefully I've created a lot of just so many things, so much entertainment that you can, you can catch up in the meantime. Go over to my YouTube channel. There's so much. It's crazy. And then I think I'll be back here next Saturday. So from Saturn's Day evening post to Saturn's Day evening post until we meet again, I hope you have the merriest of Merry Christmases, that you had a super blessed winter solstice, Yule, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Much, much love to you all. Peace.